So his question is in Bhagavad Gita. There is a constant talk about uh, renouncing the fruit of your karma. Karma phalatyaga prahustyaga vichakshana, Mohan says in 18th chapter. That what does that even mean? How do we renounce the fruit of karma? Often it is greatly misunderstood and misinterpreted. Often people think that you are not allowed to have desires or dreams or ambition or that it is bad or that you cannot uh, be inspired by the outcome of your actions. I think that's just not practical. That's not human. When you do something, naturally you will think about the outcome. In fact, it's only based on the direction of the outcome that you will make any decision for the matter. But Krishna never actually meant to say that to begin with. He never said, don't think about the outcome. He said, Yogastaha Kuru Karmani Sangam Tkatva Dhananjaya Siddhya Siddhya Samabhutma Smatpam Yogachate Kantai If you really want to succeed in anything, then you must give your everything that you have on whatever path that you are walking. If there is a sprinter, an athlete who is running a 100 meter race, if he or she is too worried about getting to the end, they will never come first. If he or she is distracted looking here and there, they will never get to the finish line before everybody else. And definitely they cannot afford to look back, they'll fall while running. So Krishna said that things may not go the way you want them to go. In fact, chances are things will not go the way you want them to go. Life always has its own crazy plan. In everything you will undertake, very rarely it will pan out exactly the way you, you want. Even something as simple as if you have a very small room and you get a painter in and say, I want this room painted all white. How much do you charge per day? He says, 1,000 and you say, I will pay you 2,000, do a good job. Still something will get messed up there. The paint won't appear as white on your wall. Or he will do, you know, smudge it, one of your electrical fittings or something will go wrong. <coughs> when things go wrong, at that time, if you are not together, then your chances of success go down drastically. It is okay to not be satisfied because if you are satisfied, you may actually stop progressing completely. But it is not okay to not be content. And there is difference between the two. Contentment versus satisfaction. If your goal this year was to save $10,000 and you could only save 5000 you have the right to not be satisfied. 
you have the right to not be satisfied you have the right to plan your next year in a manner where you can save more than 10 grand or 5 grand but if you are going to whine about it if you're going to whinge about it if you're going to say why does it happen with me it's everything bad happens with me look at that person he saved 50000 look at that person she saved 30000 and i look i'm stuck at 5000 here nobody's on my side luck is not on my side my customers are not supporting me my boss is a horror and so on <coughs> then you are really setting up many hurdles on your path so krishna talked about utsa that um, that liveliness in your mind, in your heart. And he said, listen, doesn't matter what kind of karma you do, there is no way you can guarantee the outcome. No way. Nobody can say, do this, absolutely this will happen. Many factors come into play. And there is just extraordinary randomness in the universe that one of those factors can easily go wrong and probably will go wrong. Then what you do? So Bhagavan recognized it long time back that unless you are together here, your life will fall apart very quickly. Whatever you may accumulate as wealth in your life, However much you may do, if you don't get a handle on the core philosophy of life, then you won't be able to enjoy much. Mogasha, Moga Karmanu, Moga Jnana Vichetasa, Rakshasim Asurim Chaiva Prakritim Mohinim Ashrita. The one who is not together, there is a classic sign of that person, Krishna in fact called that person Rakshas. Somebody whose pravritti is Asuri. Sur means Sattvic, Sur means goodness, Asuri means the opposite of that. And as I always say, by Asur, Asur, I don't mean you have a bad hair day and no conditioner and horns coming out of your head. I simply mean a state of mind. So Mogasha, there Expectation from life is unreasonable. Mogakarmanu, their actions are not in line with what they are trying to do. Mogagyana, they really don't understand what they are trying to do, just running without any understanding. Mogagyana vijetsa, that's why their consciousness is misplaced. Rakshasim Asurim Jaiva Prakritim Mohini Mahashrita They are constantly as if enamored under the spell of mode of nature he called Asuri, demonic. And that happens when you don't understand the basic philosophy of life. And that's why Krishna said, life is a song. He called it Bhagavad Gita, the song of God. It's to be sung. If you sing Besura, do it in your washroom only. If you sing like a winner, you can do it in an audience. It's very simple. But unless you understand the philosophy of life, you will not be able to enjoy it.
And if you can't enjoy your life, then what's the point of living? If there is no joy, even in your struggles, if you don't find joy, then what is the sense of living to begin with? And the philosophy of life is very simple. Krishna spoke about it in 564 verses. I think I can give you less than five sentences, hopefully. First, life is unfair. Second, life will not go according to you. Third, life is not just about you. Life means life. And fourth, 90% of your life you can shape the way you want. Five, the key to happiness is a change in perspective. Even if you're lazy, even if you're hardworking or very rich, very poor, you have a family, you have no family, it doesn't matter. Whichever way you go, there'll be things you will regret, there will be things you will be joyous of, there'll be things you'll be proud of, there'll be things you'll be ashamed of. Whatever be the case, you just have to remember that if I am unhappy, I simply have to change my perspective. I have to develop a view of life that is aligned with nature, that is in harmony with nature. So five key things, that's the philosophy of life. If you ever feel happy, something great happens in your life, remind yourself, this was not supposed to be like this. It's a bonus. Enjoy. You don't know how long it's going to last. Whenever there is suffering, sadness, embrace it because that's what life is. Well, you say, now I'm getting a taste of reality. Everything else is an illusion. Then you won't actually suffer. As you say, pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And that's what karmatyag means that I can only do the best I can. And beyond that, if uh, I don't win, I cannot, it's not the end of the world. If there is one line you could write to yourself when you are, when things are really adverse in your life, when you are challenged, when, when you are constrained, write down and read it, this is not the end of the world. It's okay. The world's not going to end. Life will move on. If I'm skilled, if I'm capable, I'll find my bread and butter somewhere. Fine, I may not get some jam and preserve or whatever, but I will survive. And that sambuddhir vashishyade, that evenness is the greatest gift one can have. Nirdvando nitya sattvasto nirayoksem atmavana. Trai gunya vishya veda nistra gunya bhavarjuna. Kante, rise above even what the Vedas are teaching you. Go beyond the modes of material nature. For once, take charge. Atmavan, take control of your life. For once, 
get out of this duality of no this is right this is wrong this is good this is bad and so on it is time you took control you know what a great feeling it is when you're in control it's like this i mean when you're driving if your car is going according to you it's a great feeling if it isn't i don't have to spell out what happens right so um, that's really how it goes. <laughs>